you know, the local media has an agenda that they're going to serve. I don't know who's in charge of it or what it is, if it's like a headless monster. You know, I was pretty happy with that one in Gerbils the other night. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that was a good pizza. Yeah. Fat wallets and empty hearts. Which... Fat wallets empty hearts. It's insane how little musicians get. So, um, yeah, if... if if you're interested in support not just me but any musician that you like one of the best ways to do that it sounds old school because it is is purchase their music uh purchase their merch you know uh hey guys this is mark from rat rod hi this is mikey p from scale hey this is jeff from the bell jumpers Probably just be, I mean, probably be because he's awesome. This is Jessica for the band Dimitis. You're listening to Pennsylvania Rock Show. Before it's gone 
What's up, everyone? It is Bill, and you are tuned in to episode number 685 of the Pennsylvania Rock Show. Um, we are coming at you from music from 412.com, buildscene.com, parockshow.com, um, oldiesxl.com, xrpradio.co.uk in the Highlands of Scotland, ruderoradio.com in San Diego, California, megarockradio.net, and 107.1 FM, it's uh, KFGD, both of those from St. Louis, Missouri. I feel like I'm forgetting somewhere, but you can find all of those stations and information about where we're at by going to buildthescene.com. With me tonight is Tony from the band Intoxication. What's up, Tony? What's up? How are you today? I'm doing well. How are you? Fine. Ready to rock and roll. <laughs> All right, so the first question I have is the music that you sent me to play, and we're going to hear from it a little bit later tonight, um, was released in 1985. And so my question is, and we kind of talked about this a little bit off the air, but how did that, what, what brought the band back? I mean, 1985 is almost 30 years ago, and, you know, what, what what brought you guys back together? Well, we uh, we were doing a, a, a different project, and uh, we had a, a member leave. He had to have surgery, and he had to leave. So our young drummer that we had hired for the other project uh, is a uh, 80s metal fan, and he wanted to uh, play this music really bad. And he said, we, we should bring this music back because this is what everybody is uh, into nowadays, and uh, music has basically gone full circle. So uh, I have the original bass player from Intoxication who joined the other project. And, you know, once you put that little bug in our ear, it was full bore. Let's go do this now. And uh, we, we were uh, happy and uh, grateful to find Anton Maxson, who is a phenomenal singer, to join the mix. And we were able to get this rolling again. And we were having a lot of fun. And actually, uh, the member who left just came back. He's going to be playing rhythm and lead guitar. Vincent James, uh, a great guitar player. Um, so he, he rejoined the band. And now we are uh, intoxication. We're, we're bringing back uh, this old music that seems to really go over well with the music scene now today. Like I said, music has gone full circle. And I, we're just having a blast playing this out in front of people. Um, I do want to mention, and, and I didn't tell you this off the air, but um, so the the recording we're going to play does does not have Antone on it. So yeah, what I'm going to do, um, because I overruled 
the the playing the video, taking the music from the video because it's just not quite where I, I would like it to be. But what I would like to do is once you guys get something recorded with Antone to bring you back on so that we can we can play it and he can be heard on the show as well, if that's cool with you. Definitely. We're actually scheduled to go into the studio after these two next shows. We're doing um, the, big, big, the Big Break show on the 26th, which I think is Saturday. And then we're going out to Williamsport, uh, Rockers Against Cancer uh, on the 3rd. And then I believe we're going into the studio to record two songs with this lineup. And it, we will have a product very soon. It'll be on Spotify. It'll be on our intoxication.com site, our Instagram, so forth, so on. Um, so everybody will get to hear this lineup. Or you just come out and see us live because we're best live anyway. <laughs> Speaking of that, what, what's your home base? The band is basically out of Easton, PA, because everybody is uh, so far apart from each other. The original bass player is coming in from Little Lake Harbor. Uh, Anton, our singer, he comes from the far end of Scranton. Uh, Vincent James is from Easton. I'm from Albrightsville, right up here by Pocono Raceway. There's a racetrack. I'm like six miles from the racetrack. So we call Easton our home base. Um, so you're like on the other side of the state for me. Um, it's like to Wilkes-Barre. I don't even know. Is it Wilkes-Barre or Wilkes-Barre? I've heard I'm it. Not even sure. you know, the Scranton wilkes the, Where the baby penguins play. That's about four hours from here. <laughs> really? What, what are you, central or western Pennsylvania? I, I am about 45 minutes from Pittsburgh. So southwest. Oh, okay. So you're on the far end. Yeah. I'm, so we're going halfway towards you to Williamsport. You know where Williamsport is, right? Yep. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to go for a nice truck on the third. So, um, so I'm I'm going to hit you with one of those questions I kind of forewarned you about. Um, I'm the the pizza one. We're going to start there. What is the best pizza you've had because you're a musician? So you have to link it to either a show or a recording session or uh, a tour or. Where is the best pizza you've had while being a musician? Well, you know, back in the 80s and 90s, um, it didn't matter where we got the pizza because we were, you know, quite uh, happy. So it didn't <laughs> matter. It could have been um, garbage. But I, I, I'm from originally from Bergen County, New Jersey. And we used to rehearse in Garfield and Teaneck, New Jersey. So you used to have Teaneck Pizza, which was in Teaneck, our home base for intoxication, because that's where the original band came from, which was right down the road. They would deliver to our studio. Uh, but I lived in Lodi, and there was a pizzeria right there when there was a circle. There used to be Lodi Circle. It used to be Lodi Pizza. And to me, um, those two, probably Lodi more, was the best pizza I ever had roaming around. Cool. Um. See how much information you gave me just from a pizza question? Everyone's like, why do you ask about pizza? You just talked about touring and different locations you've been at. Um, anyway, a little behind the scenes thing there. Um, if you were coming out of a gig and there was a DeLorean sitting there with its door up in the air and a flux capacitor in the back so you could take it and go anywhere in time and bring it back and nobody knows you had it. Where are you going in time, and what band are you going to hang out with while you're there? Wow, that's rough. <laughs> I, I would definitely go back back to the '80s because I think this was probably was the the, the best music um, for us. Um, I, I don't know. There's so many bands that I would want to go hang out with, but um, I don't know. We've seen them all, so. Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't, I would want to go back and see me playing when I was younger. <laughs> you do that. <laughs> and yeah. you know, the way the DeLorean w w works, you can go to multiple places. As long as you come back to the original place, nobody knows you were gone. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we, if we're going everywhere. We're going to go see Maiden and Priest and Motorhead, King Diamond, well, Merciful Fate back in the eighties, King Diamond now, um, so those those would be the bands. Uh, 
we I love to go see the the almonds and uh, Steve Ray Vaughan when he was alive. You know, he was still alive in the eighties, early eighties. So Stevie, gotta go see Stevie again, you know. But we're gonna go further back. I like to go back to the sixties and go uh, witness Jimi Hendrix in person because I never got uh, yeah. only seen videos, you know. I am lefty, so I have to go see, you know, the greatest lefty guitar player to ever live. That was Mr. Hendrix. Um, we're going to delve a little more into your influences with the next question. Um, so intoxication hires me to drive your tour bus on the next, next trip that you take. What songs or what bands are we going to listen to in between show dates? You know, my guys would tell you that I hate everybody, but they'd <laughs> probably want to hear Megadeth and Metallica and Sabbath Alice Cooper, Priest, um, Slayer. Got to hear Slayer, Motorhead. You know, that's probably what you'll hear. Uh, a large uh, portion of it would be that 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 type of music. I would probably sneak get to sneak some blues in, but they, they wouldn't stay in the radio very long because these guys <laughs> are all big time uh, metalheads. Uh, the drummer, he's twenty one years old. He's a Dave Lombardo, Dave Lombardo Slayer freak. So he'd be wanting to listen to that. And uh, next, Sactum, the bass player, he is a uh, Megadeth fanatic. He would want to hear that. And Vincent Jane, he is a Rush head, so we would have to listen to Rush. And Anton listens to the singer. <laughs> yeah, Anton listens to everything. So when we get booked with bands, he gives me the load. You know, I, I, I hate to say this, but I, I didn't know who Trap was. And, I didn't, you know, uh, know Joseph Scott, even though we got to play with uh, the second Saliva band uh, a few months, about a year ago, at Artie's, and uh, I didn't know who they were. Just like I got called up to do, me and Vincent James, we got called up to do a show with Michael Graves. I didn't know who Michael Graves was, but we said, yeah, we walked into the place. It was packed, and uh, they loved us, and that's all. And OTAP, we got to... uh, Oh, do nice. a show with Old Tap, and I didn't know who she was. Her band was phenomenal, and we had a great time. We had a beautiful time playing with Rat, and uh, I opened up for Skid Row in the '80s, the original Skid Row, and then we got a chance to play with Skid Row at the Sherman Theater. Uh, it looked like 2019. That was a blast hanging out with, you know, being on stage with Stink again, and. Uh, we got. I I really didn't know who Buck Cherry was, and we got opportunity ah. to share the stage. <laughs> so, you know. Miss, uh, why can't I think of his first name? Nelson. Um, oh, that's terrible. I can't think of his first name. He, original member of Buck Cherry is from Pittsburgh and has done some VJing on music from four one two. Really? Um, I can't think. That's terrible. I can't think of his. That's right, because mm. I don't know. <laughs> I um, wouldn't I, know him anyway. While we're mentioning bands, and uh, I, I forgot to mention the bands that I played at the beginning of the show, and I'm terrible about that. So we opened the show with Villainous and their song Shot for Shot, and then you heard from Zilch and their song Heavy Metal, and then the last song before we came on to talk with Tony was Mush Cup, and that track was called Wasted. Um, what I'm going to do now is we're going to take a short break. We're going to listen to Intoxication song Mosh It Up. Um, when we come back, Tony's going to tell us a little bit about that song. We're going to continue our conversation.
Back on the Pennsylvania Rock Show tonight with me is Tony, and I believe we have another guest that joined us, who's has his back to us right now. But uh, there turn on the lights. <laughs> so, uh, what we just played on on the station was "Mosh It Up" by Intoxication, and uh, Vincent is now joining us. And so I'm going to let Tony and Vincent tell us about about the song Mosh It Up. So this is where you get to do this is like you guys are going to understand this. This is your MTV storytellers moment. Tell me a story about the song. <laughs> well, Mosh It Up was uh, I written just to get the crowd into it. Basically, that was the music scene back in the 80s and 90s. And uh, we were... Right and they go nuts. You go nuts, right? They go nuts. Those were the times of the mosh pits and stage diving. They don't allow that anymore. But back then, it used to look like an old out uh, street girl out there in the crowd. But uh, I, I think we wrote the song mainly for us to get off and jump around and act like lunatics, you know. <laughs> so uh, that was the whole plan of uh, you know we like anything else we did. Nothing was, we, we never went to go and say, oh, we're going to write about this. It just happened, you know. You get, you get, you happen to get lucky and something comes out where uh, the people get into it. But I get into it more, you know. I, 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 it's a great song to jump around and act like a nut. What do you think, Vin? You act yeah. like a nut playing it? Yeah, totally. Hey, there you go. <laughs> Survey says we act like nuts playing Mosh It Up. It, but it'd be more enjoyable when the, the the crowd screams and jumps around and does their dance. But they won't allow them to dance like they used to. We did uh we did a show at uh Croc Rock two thousand and four or five it was, and uh they stopped uh, the kids were jumping on stage to stage dive and they stopped them from doing it. A big pit formed and they, they stopped that too. But in the eighties and nineties, yeah, in the eighties and nineties, it used to look like an all-out street ball. We opened up for MOD Massive well, Destruction at the Pipeline, and it looked like a. And I was back then. I was known for falling off the stage, being drunk and crazy. And uh, my other guitar player goes to me. He goes, "Oh, this isn't the time to fall off the stage. Don't do it. <laughs> We're gonna lose you." And. Uh, they, MOD had to keep coming on our on our on the stage while we were playing and telling the people to mellow out because too many people were getting hurt. And then when they came on, I jumped on the bleachers, the highest part of the bleachers, because that was the only safe place there was in there. Because then it <laughs> really looked like an all-out uh, street fight. But uh, I guess that's what Mosh is up all about: the kids, to, everybody to have a good time. I am. Um, I do a lot of concert photography in the local scene and I am not a fan of mosh pits. <laughs> nah, me neither. I'm too old. I don't want to get, get I'm, tr- I'm trying to take pictures. I have a camera up to my face. The camera smacks me in the nose because somebody's kicked me from behind. <laughs> yeah. I, but, I was on stage and watched somebody's nose get turned into a right turn. And oh. I see much blood, broken fingers, broken, you know, but you know what? Back in the day, they, at least they grabbed the, Whoever hit the ground, they grabbed them and yanked them out. You know? yep, right. Or they could have got trampled, you know. But, um, yeah, that's it's like we never set out to write something a certain way. It just it just happened. And that's uh, we're fortunate that the pe- people get into it and they get, well, you know. Speak, speaking of writing, if you could sit down with any songwriter in the history of the world 
and write a song, who would you want to sit sit down with? I don't know. Who do you want, Vinny? Yeah, well, who do you want? Well, you know me. I'm a Rush fan, so I'd say Alex Lyson. There you go, Alex Lyson. Uh, me, personally, I, I'm, I, I write the music, I write the rhythms and so forth. I would need a lyricist. So, so anybody who could write lyrics, because I'm horrible. I, I'd want, I'd want to write a song with Vincent James and Anton Maxson. <laughs> there you go. That's who I'd want to write a song. Hey, guess what? I'm going to get to write a song with Anton Maxson <laughs> and Vincent James. There we go. <laughs> That's the way to do it. Um. So this this is the official build a scene question. It's who's your Dave Grohl? Because Dave Grohl from the Foo Fighters is constantly taking people from the crowd and bringing them up on stage to perform with them. So what band would you want to go up with and perform one of their originals? I I would probably say uh, King Diamond. You know who King Diamond is? Mm-hmm. Yes, King Diamond. Well, Merciful Fate back in the day. That was that was the real. The real I saw them at Lemoore's many times, and then I saw them at Lemoore's with King Diamond, and we saw them, you know, King Diamond. But yeah, that's what I would want. You know, like, how about you, Vincent? I'm with you, man. Whatever you want to do. <laughs> um. All right, so. Now that there's two of you, this that makes this next question more fun. Um, so I want to know about an embarrassing moment that happened on stage, but I want each of you to tell me something that the other person did that embarrassed you. <laughs> so we're in so, we're in trouble here. <laughs> you can go first, Vincent. Should I what? tell about him, me embarrassing him, or yeah. him embarrassing me? H- him embarrassing you. Oh, I'm embarrassed. It's the other yeah, way. Yeah, you know, I not he never really did except for the one thing, and it happened all the time. Because I used to sing for the bands, and he would say, I, "I'm I'm not that good with the crowd, so I'm like up and down always," which is why I kind of stepped back from it. But uh, he would say, "Talk," and I would just <laughs> get real. <laughs> And I couldn't say anything. As soon as he said talk, I get so mad and I just <laughs> shut down. I couldn't say a word. I'd be frozen up there. Stage fright. As soon as he said talk. <laughs> he knows. How about me? I did that to you. I do something to you. Yeah, you played uh when you when you play a better lead than me and the people oh, yeah, are okay. ripping and roaring for you. Yeah, that, right. that that's <laughs> embarrassing. I don't want that. You know, I want all the attention. Me, 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 me. Right? Is that what everybody says? Yeah. Well, now I'm playing. Now that's all I'm doing is playing. Now, so yeah, can so happen now, a whole lot more. Now he he makes me play better because I got no choice. You know. But <laughs> um, if you know what we're we're gonna go, Metallica played in Antarctica in a bubble, and Kiss played in a bay in Australia to great white sharks. What non-standard venue should intoxication play at in the future? Oh, we got to play at a distillery, man. Intoxication, <laughs> where they make booze. That's where we got. That's where we're at, right? We got to go play where they make booze. Yeah. <laughs> Even though I don't drink, but uh, that's you know that it makes sense, right? Intoxication. That's it that's how does make how, sense. How <laughs> we got them. what? And we'll make our own. There you go. Intoxication, whatever. Guaranteed to make you uh, loopy. Well, that's how we got involved with um, the, the the Josie Scott show because uh, Coors Light is sponsoring it, and I got a call from the promoter and uh, Tom Tom Taylor presents. He said, hey, "Listen, man, we can't have this show without intoxication, so we got to go do it. You know, we got no choice. We got to be there. So that's how I, it just says you know, boom, right there." Um, so I know I said we were going to talk about the big break in this segment. We're going to do that in the next segment. Uh, we're going to take a short break again. 
Um, we're going to hear from the band The Perishables and their song Ghost of a Warrior. And uh, we'll be right back. Come back. So somebody came through there. <laughs> Uh-oh. Um, Good or okay. bad? Uh, something about the podcast. I only caught the tail end of it. <laughs> you sound like me. Oh, I was telling my wife that we're, we're covering. <laughs> All right. So we have another short segment with, with Vincent and Tony from Intoxication. And then I have three tracks to end the show. Um, and about 16 minutes to go. <laughs> so the big break, I have interviewed AL, I've interviewed Johnny, I've interviewed, um, quite a few people from the big break, but you guys are actually the first band that's involved. That's not true. The second band that's involved that, that I'm interviewing. The first one was prime eight, who I actually know 
from Pittsburgh, um, who was on season two. But we're not going to count them because they're from this area and I already knew them before the big break. So you guys are the first band that I've learned of from the big break that I've gotten to interview. So um, how did you guys get involved with that? Like, how did you hear about it? What what made you want to be involved? Well, I, I fortunately got saw it on Facebook and uh, I liked the whole uh, idea of what they were doing and I wanted to, uh, you know, find out more about it, get be, become a part of it and, uh, you know, they were, they were, if you win, you, you win There's all these, a huge whatever. prize packet. <laughs> yeah. Huge prize. But, uh, our, our, my, my whole thing was, was we're going to get to play in front of a lot of people. We're going to get to do a lot of, uh, different clubs and have a good time and, uh, build a bigger fan base by going out there and, uh, rocking out for the takeover shows, which were, you know, everyone that we have been involved has been very good. Uh, we've been accepted and, you know, welcomed with open arms and we've had a really good time. We've had a lot of fun. We, we, we did a lot of, I think we played seven, eight times and every single time uh, we were welcomed with open arms with a lot of love. And the people that run it are just great. You know, every single one of them, they're the best at what they do. And uh, I'm just uh, grateful to be a part of it and uh, have my band, my young bloods, I call them, because uh, uh, Anton is very young, and Trey is the baby of the of the band. He's twenty one, and uh, when he joined the band, he said, "I want to play out." I said, "You're going to play out, my friend." And I kept my promise. We we've done probably every bit of fifteen twenty shows since he's joined the band, and he's having a blast. He's like, "You know, I, I get to play with." Uh, he calls us uh, old school thrashers. So he, he's Aiden, I'm a, recording a good time. in here. He gets to use the double bass that he, uh, you know, worships Dave Lombardo, and he gets to use it in the intoxication music, which is great. So, um, you know, and, and you can win prizes. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care about winning. I just care about playing in front of people. We just want to play. We just want to play. That's it. You know, we want to go rock out. So I, I kind of gave Tony a heads up on this question, also. So there were three things. I think pine, was it pineapple, banana, and an envelope. Yes, sir. And that had to be included in your DIY video, which was part of getting into the big break. Um, how did you guys include that in your video? Well, that was uh, Anton's idea how to incorporate. I, listen, I in my wildest dreams would have never imagined how that video came out as good as it did by the small clips he was running around with a camera. But uh, he has great vision, and he put together uh, this great piece. Uh, uh, Next Sectum was uh, signing or writing something on the envelope that he got, and uh, that's how we incorporated the envelope. And then uh, he had the the bananas sitting right next to him while he was doing there. And if you watch the video, it says Mr. Next was here, and then they had uh, the pineapple in different places, um, uh, different, you know, amps and so forth. I think uh, at the end of the video, uh, Trey and Anton were uh, throwing the pineapple back and forth and uh, like a football and they were moshing and pretending they were moshing with the, the pineapple. So uh, <laughs> that's how they, but Anton was the one who had the, the vision to put it all together. I would, in my, like I said, I, from the little things he was doing, short clips he was doing with the, the camera, I Never in, in my imagination would have uh, foreseen how that came out like it did. It was great. It was great. And, you know, we, we, it was just, just a few minutes of us doing it. And we had a blast. I mean, it was the first time I was a part of something like that. I think it was the first time anybody in this band was a part of something like that. So it was pretty cool. I am. Um, I think my favorite part is talking about the parts the, the the objects that have to be hidden in the video um every time i interview them i i bring it up um the first time i talked to them was season two and, and i remember it was there was a key a red balloon i don't remember what the third one was but at the red balloon there was a video where the um one member is walking down a bridge carrying one single red balloon like it. <laughs> um, 
But anyway, um, so you said that you're playing the um, the next round is the 26th. Is that correct? Yes, Saturday at the Keystone Stage. Uh, Saturday night. And um, intoxication goes on at eight thirty. Be there. There you go. <laughs> um, if you were given thirty seconds to talk about your band or the music scene on national television, what would you focus on? I would say um, that uh, the eighties metal music that we wrote years ago is making a major comeback, uh, and people are good. They, they, they're going to come out and they're going to enjoy it. They're going to enjoy it. They're going to get the move. They're going to have a it's good what, time. It's what my kids listen to. That's what your kids listen to. That's what my kids listen to. I think that's the best music. They, they didn't music get it from me. They didn't get it from me. No, of course <laughs> they not. Get it me. No. My, my kids are starting to listen to local music scene. In fact, they are going the rock for life commercial that played there in the last break. Um, they're going to that with me on Friday. Um, they're not going with me to the band jam because they have their own concert on Saturday, but I'm going to the band jam. <laughs> um, cool. My son, not really into the local scene, but is a musician. Um, he says he prefers to make music than to listen to it, which is kind of odd, but <laughs> to each well, their own. <laughs> I uh, th- These guys will tell you that I hate everybody, so... I don't like listening to anybody. I, you know, they, I was eight years ago. I was asked, who, "Who's your, you know, favorite guitar player?" And of course, I got to say, <laughs> I don't um, want to hear me. So, where can you guys be be found online? Well, you can find us on intoxication dot com. We're on intoxication Instagram. We're on uh, Facebook. Intoxication. This is intoxication with three X's. Um, so if you just go on intoxication.com, I think that's our Instagram site. It will give you every site there is that you can find us on. I'm not very computer illiterate. Uh, or, you know, I can't, but, um, I know that once I go on intoxication.com, there's things on there. I don't even know. So I got to go on there to find out where I'm going next. Also reverb nation. Uh-huh. That's right www.reverbnation.com intoxication with three axes we're on there and that will also show you all the different uh, websites that we are on we also are coming out with our own uh, intoxication clothing apparel that if you go on intoxication.com you will see the various different shirts hoodies um, anything we put the name on it's going on so go on there take a look Anton has been designing uh, a lot of the different shirts. Uh, yeah, we're going to cool bring. Shirts. What's very that? Cool designs. Very cool shirts. Very cool designs. Yes, and uh, I'm going to get everyone. We're going to bring we're, sooner or later. We're going to bring back the retro shirts from back in the '80s. We wanted to do something new now with the new lineup, so we wanted to do new design, new ideas. Uh, Soon to have new songs. We're in the process of working on some new material. So uh, right now I just want to get – we don't want to lose the summer. So we want to just keep banging away, doing as many shows as we can. And then when uh, fall and winter hits, then we're going to go jump into the studio full bore, probably do five or six brand new intoxication songs. But they're guaranteed to get off your butt and mosh. So – you will have make, a good time. Make sure you send those our way so we can get them on Build the Scene and Music from the 412. Definitely. Well, like I said, after we come back from Williamsport on the 3rd of September, we will be stepping into the studio to record two songs. I believe we're going to be doing uh, The Final Cost and Night the Witch Died. If you get a chance, take a listen to that song. Uh, some good uh, riffs and guitar leads and uh, Anton is singing it great. So um, those are going to be Vincent James going to get to uh, showcase his lead ability on those two songs when we record them. So uh, we will get that to you immediately. Awesome. 
I, I want to thank you two for hanging out with me on episode 685. And uh, thank you for having us. We appreciate uh, you know the the things that you're doing, and uh, it's greatly appreciated that you're helping uh, you know unsigned recording artists you know get out there. And this is a new uh, platform for us out there. What what is that? Western, Western Pennsylvania, Southwestern Pennsylvania. Um, Far west, being, out there. Yeah, being being a constant photographer, I do want to mention uh, if you s- saw the whole picture that's behind us here in the video, um, that photo was taken by Tina Kersey. Um, I kind of borrowed it without asking, so I want to make sure that I threw her name out there. I'm assuming you guys know her. And hopefully, she won't be mad at us. Great photos. <laughs> yes, very good photos. Very nice. Um. All right, so what we're going to do now, I'm going to cut out the last song that I was going to play. We're going to play two more songs for you tonight. We're going to hear from the band. This is one of my favorite band names. It's The Others Are Dead, Steve. (laughs) And the track is called Cats Can Fly. And then we're also going to hear an oldie from Rising Regina called Whiskey. And then we're going to fade away into the evening. Uh, Thanks for hanging out with us tonight. And check us out. Check us out each and every week at buildthescene.com and musicfrom412.com. Um, check out all the other places I'm involved in, like First Angel Media and I, all the websites I mentioned at the beginning. Um, and don't forget, intoxication.com. Intoxication.com. Go on Three X's. <laughs> Three X's. Go on Facebook. Become a friend. We'd love to see you. We love our people. <laughs> all right. So here we go. It is The Others Are Dead Steve, Cats Can Fly, and The Rising Regina Whiskey here on the Pennsylvania.
for a dime. You drink your bourbon, I'll sit there. 